It's time for the KHNS Local News. I'm Alan de Prunel. Today in the news, a totem pole carved over a half-century ago by Chilkoot artists is coming home. It has started on a cross-country trip and will arrive in the Chilkat Valley in the near future. The totem was property of a national airline company and has sat in Georgia for decades. Work on the totem pole was documented in an old black-and-white photo. It shows a group of carvers hunched over the pole, apparently putting the finishing touches on a large face. The sign reads, Chilkoot Indian Carvers. The picture is dated March 1969. Chilkoot Indian Association Tribal Administrator Harriet Brulette says she recognizes the carvers in the picture. I see Wes Willard in the photo and John Hagen and... Carl Heinmiller. The photo was sent to Brulette by Delta Airlines. The company contacted her last summer. They said that they had a poll that was um, made by AIA. That is Haines nonprofit Alaska Indian Arts. I believe in the 1960s. Um, the poll was built in California during a tourism conference, and the the poll has been. Um, sitting in a warehouse in Georgia. The pole has been in the Delta Flight Museum in Atlanta, Georgia. The museum staff contacted Brulette, wanting to return the pole. On the museum's website, the director of exhibits writes that museum staff felt the pole was out of place in an aeronautics museum and should be interpreted by a, quote, cultural institution with expertise in Western indigenous people's history, end quote. The museum contacted Brulette and offered to ship the pole to Haynes. And this couldn't have happened at a better time because we had just received the um, parade grounds back with the tribal house. Brulette refers to a grassy field in Fort Seward in Haynes. In the middle of it is a traditional building that has been decaying for years. The Chilkoot Indian Association has recently received funds from the National Park Service to rebuild the tribal house. Burlette says this will be a great place to display the pole. The pole, informally referred to as the Delta Airlines pole, is 14 foot tall. Two faces are carved at the bottom. A beaver sits on top of them. Lee Heinmiller is the director of Alaska Indian Arts. He has some insight into the history of the pole. In his youth, Heinmiller was part of the Chilkat Dancers, a traditional dance troupe. They would travel far and wide to showcase Tlingit culture. When we used to travel with the dancers and the carvers, we used to take a pole that was partially finished, like to the World's Fair or to a you know, trade and travel show or something, and then dance and carve on the pole and finish it there. And then the airline would end up keeping the pole for, you know, providing us with the transportation and stuff. According to the Delta Flight Museum's website, the pole was a gift to Western Airlines and sat in front of their headquarters in Los Angeles until 1987, when Western Airlines merged with Delta. Delta then shipped the pole to its Atlanta museum. In photos, the pole appears well-preserved. The red paint seems faded. Heinmiller says it has probably been repainted. It's got some green on it that looks you know, way more forest green than the blue-green that we would use normally. So I'm guessing that maybe somewhere along the line, over you know, 30 or 40 years, somebody must have repainted it. Or at least they repainted the blue, because the blue is the color that fades out the fastest. 
Burlett says she has been making arrangements with the Atlanta Museum to ship the totem pole. So once we settled on um, transportation and crating, we picked a date and the pole was packed up yesterday and is now on its way. The pole is currently on a truck to Seattle. From there, it will travel by barge to Haines. Because it is relatively short, Burlett says it will fit well in the tribal house once it is renovated. Heinmiller says there are other poles like it around the country with a similar history. I know there's a couple of smaller ones, you know, and the big one I think that we did that Alaska Airlines kept, um, I'm not sure where that one is. In the last couple of years, a couple of poles we've done over the years have resurfaced in somebody's possession and they've written to us and said, you know, when was this done? You know, so-and-so bought it in the early 70s and stuff like that. So I end up going back through the files and trying to trace that. Heinmiller says he can, in theory, find out when a pole was carved. We have pictures of most of that stuff and, you know, details on who worked on them, but they're all labeled, but it's kind of a huge pile to go through for 50 years worth of boxes. Burlett says structural work on the Trouble House should be completed by the end of next summer. She says replacing the carvings should take one or two more years. That's it for the KHNS Local News. I'm Alan DePermanil. You can find this story and learn how to access the KHNS News as a podcast at khns.org slash news. This is KHNS, Haines, Skagway, and Klokwan at 102.3 and translator K220BK, Skagway, Alaska at 91.9.